Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. What you are about to experience is so dark. It'll be a family reunion we'll never forget. So terrifying. Tis the right of the law. A sacrifice is made. So evil. It comes the last hour. That you'll need a vacation. Welcome to the Devil's Bed and Breakfast. Hello, good afternoon. It's me again. Do you mind if I sit? (sighs) Things really have gone from bad to worse. But I'm so thankful that, despite it all, I can still come and talk to you about it. You are a constant source of comfort in these dark times, Sister Mary. Light shines in the darkness. I suppose so. And the darkness does not comprehend. The darkness cannot see by the light. Am I the light in this analogy? If so, thank you. Here, have a cookie. A good gift! A perfect gift! It's just a cookie. Uh, what were you saying about me being the light? The darkness is blinded by the light. At the moment, this particular light is kind of confused and hemmed in by the darkness. Confused? Yes, confused. The light of the Lord cannot be confused. Perhaps I better explain what's happened recently. Uh, You remember that poor girl who fell over in the shower? Well, the following day, I took myself to the police station to give my full report. And this is a true and accurate statement of what you say happened? That's right, Captain Walsh. You admit to being in this girl's room? For crime-fighting purposes. I would have thought you'd approve of that. Except we can find no evidence of this knife you were talking about. Well, that's because Anthony Drake stole it. And no evidence that Anthony Drake was there. You have my witness statement. I also have these. A mound of paper? A mound of witness reports of people who spent the entire evening in the company of Anthony Drake. They must be lying. Someone is lying. I'm not lying. And regardless, I've made a statement about it. You should investigate this. That's how the law works, isn't it? Look, I may not care for you fairies, but I figure honesty might be the best way to get this over with. Okay. This morning, I had a whole bunch of locals who took it upon themselves to get up nice and early to come down here to tell me that a man I know to be an upstanding citizen is, in fact, an upstanding citizen. Meanwhile, I've got a single, non-local that I've expressed disgust toward and accused of being involved in my son's disappearance, making up nonsense about this upstanding citizen trying to stab a girl who wasn't even stabbed. If I could issue a citation for exceedingly slippery bathrooms, then perhaps I would get involved. Until then, this whole mess is a waste 
of my time. But the knife! Good day, Mr. Hirsch. Try not to enjoy the door hitting your ass on the way out. So the police was a bit of a bust. Wow, you got through that cookie quickly. It's not bread. Bread alone. Yes. Anyway, things aren't much better with Greg. Where have you been? I was down at the police station making my statement. Oh. Well, it's your turn to clean rooms. But there's only one room to... Oh. You mean her room. Someone has to do it. But what if the police have They to, said uh... we could. But I made my statement, so... You didn't tell them that story about Anthony. You mean my accurate account of what happened? Drop it, Tim. No one believes you. But you believe me, don't you, Greg? Sorry, I must have muttered. No one believes you, Tim. Why would I lie? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. But I do know that you agreed to help run this hotel, and it's your turn to clean the rooms. But she died in there. So? I don't want to be in the same room as where someone died. So you're never going into room one again. Well, not if I can avoid it. You can't avoid it. But Greg, I... Clean the room, Tim. Don't complain. Don't make up more nonsense about our friends. Don't embarrass me. Shut your mouth and clean the room. Corrupting talk from mouths. Fool under condemnation. It is somewhat of a low point for our relationship. We haven't spoken since. It's only been a day, but that's a long time for me. I'm a fairly chatty person. Quick to hear, slow to speak. I didn't clean the room either, which probably didn't help. Slow to anger. And of course, the drakes are still hanging around. Irene! Oh, God. Baked too much again. I've got a batch of warm cookies for you. You are too good to us. This is an upsetting time for you. That unpleasant accident. A show of support is the least I can do. It truly is appreciated. It truly is odd, given your husband's involvement. Tim! Are you still upset by that misunderstanding? I'm sorry, Irene. Why are you apologizing to her? I understand, Tim. You understand? What do you mean by that? You understand. You boys have had a rough trot for weeks. Lack of guests, stress, poor sleep. Oh, that can take a toll on a body and a mind. Have a nap. Have a cookie. I'm sure you'll see things in a fresh light. I'm sure he will, Irene. Anyway, mustache. Remember, if there's the smallest favor I can do you, please let me know. Ta-ra, boys. Goodbye, Irene. What are you doing? I'm eating a cookie. I think I deserve it. But Greg, don't you- No, you don't get a cookie. I don't want a cookie. And go and clean that room. So room one is still not cleaned. I mean, there isn't a huge amount to do. That girl was only there for a couple of hours, but now it's the principle of the thing. And I didn't eat a cookie either. I don't want anything from that family. How was the cookie? Food for the stomach. Stomach for the food. I'm not a liar. The drakes are up to something. Serpents. Horned snakes bites the horse's heels. See, this is why I like you. You know just what to say. Aye, the tribulation of, of those days. The moon shall give up its light. Are we back to the light metaphor? The stars will fall from the sky. Am I still the light? The powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Sorry, I think I've lost the thread. There are men. Go on. A kind of man. Teeth like swords. 
your teeth like knives. Like knives? Aye, knives. Any particular knives? Like that knife that was stolen, maybe? Devour the afflicted, the needy. I'm trying to keep the chat on topic, but perhaps you aren't the best conversationalist. I don't know why knives are suddenly so important. Walk in darkness. Actually, why is that knife so important? Light shines. That's a good lead, actually. I need to find out more about that knife. This has been very helpful. Um, I'll see myself out. Ding dong! Neighbors calling! Good morning, Irene. Good morning, Anthony. And friends. Do you remember Mr. Bell? You met the other night. Ah, good morning, Mr. Bell. Please call me Peter. Uh, And this is my wife, Robin. How'd you do? We've heard so much about you from Anthony and Irene. So much. Yes, so much. All good. Yes, all good and so much. Yes. That's... Nice. Isn't it just? Is Tim not around? Uh, No, he is out for the day. Oh, such a shame. We wanted to speak to both of you about a business matter. A booking for your hotel? You don't need to speak to Tim about business matters. (laughs) Then we'd like to book your hotel for the next couple of nights. The one room? Oh, no. We want to book. How many was it, darling? All the rooms. We want to book all the rooms. Wow. Are you sure? Absolutely. Yes. We've an event coming up and we thought that your hotel would be the perfect location to house the extended family. Is it a family reunion? Yes, I'd say so. Family reunion. Yeah. Very apt. Very apropos. That describes the event perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Actually, that gives me an idea. It does, darling. It's come to me. Just now. What is it, darling? Greg, part of this family reunion is a traditional family fire. A fire? Like a bonfire. Like at celebrations. Like at camping. Oh, uh, okay. And wouldn't your patch of land by the lake be absolutely perfect for that? Hmm. Toby has got that patch of lawn looking so lush and green, it would be a shame to put a fire over it. Oh, Toby won't mind. He loves a challenge. I suppose. There are no other guests who'd be upset. Your guests will be the ones attending the family reunion. That's true. And I would so appreciate it. As a friend. When you put it like that... Yes. I have to say yes. I know. And God knows we need the booking. <laughs> He knows. Oh, that God, so knowing. I was just saying that about God myself. That God, what a fellow. Then it's all settled. Oh, Greg, I'm so excited. Aren't you, darling? Very excited. It will be a family reunion to remember. Yes, to remember. It'll be a family reunion we'll never forget. Greg? Greg, I'm home. I'm back. There you are. You seem... What's going on? We've had a booking. Oh, yay. A big one. The whole place. Really? Geez, that's sudden. Every room. And I want everything to be perfect. 
I've remade all the beds, changed all the towels. I did that yesterday. And I've already taken care of room one. Ah. We also need to give the back garden a tidy. What's this booking? It's for the Drakes. What? It's incredible. They came in while you were out and booked the whole place out for two nights. Even paid cash up front. Uh... Oh, don't make that face, Tim. I'm, you know, processing. Can you put your petty dislike of them aside for one night? I mean... Two nights, including breakfast? This is our chance at redemption. Redemption? We haven't done anything wrong. You know what I mean. Our chance for greatness. For more bookings? Exactly. Greg, I need to head back to New York for a bit. What? Why? Why now? I need to check something. This better not be about the drinks, Tim. Well... Is it? I need to check up on Ma. I'm worried about her. I see. I mean... I really need some help here. And I really need to visit her. I see. Um, hurry back. Of course, of course. Goodbye. Good luck. Thanks. Who can that be at this time? And in such foul weather. Hello? Professor Lee? Alexandra Lee? That's right. Thank God. Sorry. Coming in. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hello. I'm Tim Hirsch. The one I spoke to on the phone. That's right. It quite slipped my mind. I was so deep in study. Really? It was only an hour or so ago. Study has for me the meditative allure that religion has to some. Okay. (laughs) I was ambling, so to speak, through the deepest recesses of my intellectual library and my physical library. Great. That's amazing. Your call sent me down a most peculiar and somewhat dark avenue of history, I must say. Perhaps I should tell you how I ended up here. There's been a lot of driving, chatting to people at the museum about stolen exhibits that was all fairly dull. Short version, they told me that you are an expert, but I am not sure what we are now talking about. Follow me to the library. We can talk there. Pardon the mess. I've been trawling through books since you called. Find a seat where you may. I'll try and hunt down the book I was looking at. What's your background on the subject? The subject of ancient cutlery? If you like. I'm a former scenic designer on Broadway turned hotelier. Scenic designer? You know, sets and things. So, why this interest in sacrificial weaponry? I need to know more about whatever it is. Whatever it's for. Ah, here it is. It's known as a Blade of Balor. That's its name? Yes. How alliterative. Yes. It's a mightily old weapon. Many centuries of mystery surround it. Is there an abridged version? Take a look at this. That's a rather rough drawing. It's an engraving. Is it? Good for it. But see there, the blade of Balor. Being held by Jesus. That's a druid. Sorry, I see a man with a beard and bedsheets. Druids were around long before Christ. I am a bit concerned about what this druid is doing in the drawing. He's holding the blade of Balor aloft. Apparently having introduced it to his friend on the ground, who's spotting a lot of neck and a lot less head than I'm used to. Yes, tis the right of Balor. A sacrifice is made. A sacrifice? To who? To Balor. Is Balor a person? He is an ancient god. An evil god. Say some. Of destruction. A demon. By some standards. 
Although who can be sure when such things pass through the mouths of countless men who regard him as little more than a monster from a pagan fairy tale? I'm still really focused on this guy without a head. Celtic headhunting, they call it. Cute. Tis only part of the ceremony. Go over the page. That is one hairy man. That is no man. Hairy woman? No. Tis a man made of wicker. An offering. It is laden with sacrifices and then burned. Sacrifices like this fellow without a head? That's right. An innocent. Someone free, pardon the Christian terminology, of sin. So in summary, the possessor of this knife might be the sort of person who decapitates and then burns innocent people. Sometimes burns, then decapitates. Sometimes decapitates a few and burns some others. Sometimes whip each other up into an orgiastic fervor and take turns decapitating one another. The rites of Belur are open to interpretation. Good for them. There are lots of rules and traditions. The rites are often observed on desecrated ground, usually attended by large groups and always aligned with planetary events. Planetary events? An example might be the solar eclipse tomorrow. Tomorrow. And if observed correctly, Belur will be summoned. Summoned? Yes, that's right. A portal into hell will be opened and Belor will be invited back to Earth and into the body of a willing instrument. But that's nonsense, isn't it? Demons and gods are all myths. I'm sure you're right. But that's not going to prevent these people from trying. Right, I should be going. I have a potential human sacrifice to prevent. Oh? See, I know who has the knife, and I know they are up to something. And this new information is beginning to panic me. Then you should call the police. Uh Uh-huh, yep, I did try, but they think I'm crazy. You could rob these druids of their innocent sacrifice. I don't know who that's going to be. It can't be Greg. Who is Greg? Someone who's a bit too... Well, he's an enthusiastic citizen of Sodom, if you'll excuse the Christian terminology. I see. Another option would be to get the knife back. That would work? It might. That's got to be worth a go. Thank you, Professor Lee. I must get back to Connecticut. I'll come with you. You will? Why? Uh, You might need my historical expertise. I suppose. Let me grab my overnight bag. Okay, ready! You keep a bag packed? You never know when there's going to be a historical emergency. Really? Huh. I'll have more questions in the car. Let's go. Anthony! Anthony! Ah, Greg! What is it? They've just finished unloading the truck. I can see that. But what have they unloaded? Some decorations. For the family reunion. About that. Everything is going exactly to plan, and it's all thanks to you. Well done, Greg. I feel like I haven't been involved in it at all. You're too humble. I certainly didn't have anything to do with the goat Irene brought round earlier. That's Mephisto. He's family. He's a goat. He's a family goat. Okay. And it also doesn't explain what Mrs. Bell was doing. Please, call her Robin. We're friends, after all. Robin was on the back lawn, doing what I can only describe as prancing. She's just expressing some emotion. Singing a song about boiling someone's blood. You know what it's like when you've got a song stuck in your head. Naked. (laughs) That Robin. She's a bit... forgetful? I mean... I'll have a word with Peter. If you wouldn't mind... I'm also concerned about the effigy. The effigy? The 12-foot man made of sticks. The one that was on the truck. 
The one that's right behind you? Oh, that effigy. He's a wicker man. A wicker? Man. What's he for? For burning. For the bonfire. How will you get him to the backyard? When all the lads arrive, we'll carry him together. And then set him on fire? Yes. Seems dangerous. It's a riot. A fun riot. Mm, I'd feel better if it was supervised. Why, you can supervise it. I didn't know I was going to be there. I mean, if it's family. You are family, Greg. Irene and I love you. We want you to be part of it. That is nice of you. Of course I'll come. Excellent. Everything is going so well. The last hour! The last hour! Oh, no. (laughs) So well. I'll leave you to it. Beasts of the field, on your belly, eat the dust. Sister Mary, what are you doing here? All the days of your life, the dust. Now really isn't a good time. You forsake, forsake him. Damn you, Tim. Why today of all days? No love, no card. I cannot have you here. Sister Mary, get back here. Listen, listen. It is the last hour! Sister Mary, I'm so glad you're here. Mr. Woodbridge, Sister Mary, get in the car. He comes! He appears! I've never seen her so agitated. I don't know what's gotten into her. It all started when your friend visited her. She's been riled up ever since. Last hour! The last hour! We have an event here this evening. We really can't have her running around. An event? One that suits you, it seems. Thank you? It wasn't a compliment. It wasn't an insult, either. It's a family reunion. A family who worship a pagan god? Huh? Are you dim? I'm talking about that hideous wicker idol. It's for a bonfire. For a pagan rite. The last hour! The last hour! And I thought you couldn't get any more morally repugnant. What's next? Nude cavorting? Sacrificing animals? Oh, God. Whose? Yours or mine? Come, Sister Mary. Let's away from this despicable place. All right, now you. Careful, it's a bit of a drop. This is exciting, isn't it? Exciting? This is bloody terrifying. If I enjoyed adrenaline coursing through my veins, I would have played sports. Pass me the flashlight. (gasps) Who was that? There, in the corner. No, please, leave me alone. It's a girl, chained to the wall. Fascinating. Get away from me. Keep your voice down. Please, don't hurt me. We're not going to hurt you. We're here to rescue you. That's a weird line to say. You are? We are. Don't you get it? She's the sacrifice. She's the virgin. Ah, of course. You know about the sacrifice. You're one of them. Two of them. None of them. No, we're here to rescue you. Ugh, it's so trite. She's here. No. Quick, hide. Oh, you needn't bother. It's a bit late for acting coy. Keep hiding. All right, stop hiding. Oh, Tim, really? Ah, Irene! What a surprise seeing you here! In my own basement. I mean, what are the odds? Tim, Timothy, may I call you Timothy? Of course, we're friends. We're beyond friends now, Timothy. (laughs) Ha ha ha, ain't that the truth? Uh, 
we'll just be scooching past you and heading home, if that's all right. It's been lovely seeing you again, Irene. A girl chained to the wall. I'd rather you didn't try to leave, Timothy. For then I'd be forced to use this knife. And I am remarkably good at using this knife. She is. I've seen her. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Is that the blade of Balor? Why, no, Professor Lee. You need to put your glasses on. This is a kitchen knife, humble but ever so effective. Father has the blade. Oh, I cannot wait to see it. Professor Lee? Pop upstairs. I know Father is dying to show it off. I think I shall. Thank you, Irene. A pleasure, Professor Lee. Lock the window on your way up. But of course. Professor Lee! Ever so sorry, my dear boy. The world of academia leads us down some strange paths. I never thought I'd be summoning an ancient demonic entity, but life is full of surprises. But why did you sneak through the window with me? You drove me all the way to Connecticut. It was the least I could do to thank you. This is awful. I'm going to have some serious trust issues after this. <laughs> After. <laughs> I know I'm rather leaning on cliches here, but you won't get away with this. Let's not do this, Tim. I like you. I can be honest with you. Tomorrow you have the chance to be part of something great. The rise of Balor. His glorious return. It is a small part with an early exit, but you'll be there. For now, Mrs. Williams will keep an eye on you. Mrs. Williams! Mistress. It's that creepy nanny. I leave our special guests in your tender care. Very good, mistress. They've a big day tomorrow. Make sure they get some rest. Irene, there has to be another way. Oh, there was. But you didn't take it. Enjoy the basement. Jenny, be a dear and show him around. Please, let me go. <laughs> us go. Let us go. Do not waste your screams. Save them. For the ceremony when everyone can enjoy that. <laughs> Until tomorrow, my brave soldiers. The Devil's Bed and Breakfast featured the voices of David Moss as Gregory Woodbridge, Kieran Davy as Timothy Hirsch, Jacqueline Osorio as Irene Drake, Matt Graham as Anthony, Lucy Clark as Professor Lee and Mrs. Williams, Minyahil Kaplygurgis as Mr. Peter Bell, Alice Nilsson as Mother Superior Mary and Mrs. Robin Bell, Catherine Thorncombe as Old Sister Mary, Damon Bamra as Captain Walsh, and Rhiannon Marshall as Jenny. Words by Kieran Davy and music by Andrew Chamberlain. Hello, friends. Surprise, surprise. It's creator of the podcast, Kieran here. I suppose it is a surprise if you haven't listened to these messages before. Hello, all newcomers. Thanks for listening to the fifth episode of The Devil's Bed and Breakfast. Things are getting finale-y. That's right, the next episode in a fortnight will be the last episode of The Devil's Bed and Breakfast. Does this give you feelings that you would like to share? Then please do. You can find social media links in the episode description. We'd also love it if you reviewed, subscribed, and shared with everyone you know. We'll see you in two weeks for the blood-soaked finale of The Devil's Bed and Breakfast. Until then, thanks again for listening. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.